You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Back to the grind, because that's what it feels like at this point, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yeah. How you doing today? Well, healthy alive, doing well. I'm uh, looking forward to tomorrow. Um, What's tomorrow? Tomorrow is the day that carpet is going to be laid in this house, uh, or flooring, and um, that means I can put my desk together, and I can sit in a proper chair, uh, and, and, you know, get, get settled oh, in, if you will. That means you won't be here tomorrow. I don't know. So we're we're thinking it'll be early. They'll get her early, which you don't usually do. And it, they said it's a small job. So I'm hoping since most of the carpet is already either cut or up already, you know, the, the old carpet, it's going to be easy for them to come in, get it out, put the new stuff in, stretch it. We're hoping it'll be done by the time I, I um, am ready to podcast. So we'll, we'll see. Well, we'll see we do have. Goes. Yeah, we do have. Uh already coming in tomorrow so if you don't make it or if you're late then that's okay so don't feel like you you have to be pressured i mean he and i've got plenty to talk about uh, with everything that's going on over there yeah so parlor right let's let's get into this and you know what i tell you what let, let's start with this because i, I want to talk about parlor i want to talk about social media today but i want to talk about what's going on with telegram now, again uh, we're, we're stressing people to move into Telegram. We're, we're stressing people to move into that because podcasting is going to be the next on the chopping block. You know it's coming, right? Yeah, well, um, podcasting and I, I feel like they're going to go for, I don't know if they can because they tried it once, but they tried to go after um, talk radio before, which is, that's the foundation of podcasting, right? That's where Yeah, but they don't care from. anymore. They, they don't care anymore. So get this, right? I heard this this morning. Dan Bongino, who's one of the, the top guys, and Mark Levin, another top guy in conservative talk radio in the US. These two guys have contracts with a big syndicator over there, and they're being told, shut up about the stolen election or your contract is terminated immediately. So, I mean, if they're going to if they're going to start bumping up, I mean, who the hell are we? You know what I mean? So right. if they're going to start bumping people off for that. So here's the deal. If you're not in Telegram, Right now, if you're if you're not into this app and you're not figuring out what's going on to get into this app, you're wasting time. Get over there, get it downloaded and get hooked up to us and other people over there. We've got a channel over there. You can search for us, search for Dynamic Independence. We'll pop right up, subscribe to us. And also what we're going to be doing over there, we're mirroring our podcast. So what we're putting out here will go out over there simultaneously. One thing that we're doing also on the side, uh, we're going to start doing this here pretty soon. I'm working on it right now. Uh, I was going over some stuff today on it. We're going to start doing Telegram exclusive stuff. You're only going to get in that channel. So you will get podcasts from us in there on various things that will be specifically to that channel and will not go out anywhere else. That's another reason to sign up over there because podcasting is going to come under fire 
very soon. Very soon. I would move into these other platforms. Telegram is the only one where, and it's got a built-in MP3 player. You don't have to worry about downloading another app or anything. You can just click on it. Once you subscribe to the channel, you just click on it and the podcast plays right there. So you don't have to download anything separate. So get over there, get signed up to our channel, get signed up to some of these other channels. You can follow Trump over there. You can follow a lot of his legal team over there. You can follow a lot of news channels over there. It's key at this point for people to understand what's going on and being able to figure out what's happening. A lot of people are in the dark. They don't know what's going on. And this is one app that's going to allow you to do this. So um, I want to talk about a statement that was released by the CEO of Telegram just today. And he said this. He says, in the first weeks of January, Telegram surpassed 500 million monthly active users. After that, it kept growing. 25 million new users joined Telegram in the last 72 hours alone. Think about that. This is becoming the next refuge. By the way, Parler has just gotten uh, a deal with a server company, so we're, we're going to talk about that in a minute. These new users come from across the globe, 38% from Asia, 27% from Europe, 21% from Latin America, and 8% from Middle Eastern nations. There is a significant increase compared to last year when 1.5 million new users signed up every day. We've had surges of downloads before throughout our seven-year history of protecting user privacy, but this time is different. People no longer want to exchange their privacy for free services. They no longer want to be held hostage by tech monopolies that seem to think that they can get away with anything as long as their apps have a critical mass of users. With a half a billion active users and accelerating growth, Telegram has become the largest refuge for those seeking a communication platform committed to privacy and security. We take this responsibility very seriously and we won't let you down. Those of you who have used Telegram for the last several years know that we've been consistent both when it comes to defending private data and improving our apps. For those of you who have just joined and are wondering what Telegram stands for, I'd like to quote my post from 2018. And this is what he said back in 2018. You, our users, have been and will always be our only priority. Unlike other popular apps, Telegram doesn't have shareholders or advertisers to report to. We don't do deals with marketers, data miners, or government agencies. Since the day we launched in August 2013, we haven't disclosed a single byte of our users' private data to third parties. We operate this way because we don't regard Telegram as an organization or an app. For us, Telegram is an idea. It is the idea that everyone on this planet has a right to be free. Again, if you're not into Telegram, you're wasting time. Get onto your respective app store, your Play Store, whatever, while it's still there. Download it. Install it. Sign up for it. Only takes a couple of minutes. And get hooked up to us over there. Get hooked up to other channels over there. It's a great tool right now. I have to agree. As we've seen with Parler, uh, they removed it, right? Uh, it, it got removed from the, the, the Apple Store and the Play Store. So if they start going after these other uncontrollable uh, mediums of free speech, it would stand to reason they're going to go for these uh, for Telegram and, you know, anybody else. Uh, I think Gab is one of them. They're, they're uh, out there as well, which um, I don't know much about. I know of its existence and I know that they're completely self-sufficient, like as far yes as service and, no. and everything. Yes and no. That's the company that Parler just signed a deal with. Not Gab, but their mm -hmm. web hosting provider. So we'll talk about that in a second. All right. So let's talk about Parler. Parler was on the App Store, and then it got taken down from the App Store because they decided that they were going to make their move at that point. Google did. And after that happened, it was up for, what, 24 hours, 48 hours, something like that. Amazon decided they were going to step in and said, well, wait a minute, we have this platform on our web servers. Yeah, we don't want to have that anymore because apparently it promotes uh, hate speech because now hate speech has become whatever they say it is. But 
Amazon said, all right, we don't want that on our platform anymore. And they had a contract with them for several years. Well, Parler has now been removed from that platform. Contracts be damned. They don't care. Tech companies have made their move. They've made their choice. And it's going to be their undoing. Mr. Bezos has just canceled his ticket to space. And he'll be lucky if he doesn't end up in prison after the civil rights violation. Because that's what it is. That's what it is. You stomp on people's free speech like this, it's a civil rights violation. Especially people that are not calling for violence. People that just have a simple opposing viewpoint that you silence. We got a big problem. So the European leaders have come out. Merkel's come out. The French, a couple of French uh, government people have come out. And they said that they are looking at this as a, oh, a problematic thing that they've censored Trump. I think that's self-preservation. Yeah, problematic. It is problematic. I won't disagree with that. But I think that's self-preservation talking. I don't think that's real. Agreed. Because, yeah, it, it's, self, it's self-preservation. It's self Because n- not only does it help you try and save some face. Oh, what? Now, all of a sudden, you're for free speech. Now, all of a sudden, you're, you're for uh, people expressing their viewpoints. So far, you haven't been. So far, none of these people have been uh, interested in, in in anything that the people have to say. If you go against the COVID stuff, if you go against the lockdown measures, if you go against any of the policies that are being put forth because of COVID, anything having to do with vaccinations, you're shut up. You're, you're silenced. You're ostracized. You're shamed. Police turn water cannons in Berlin on, on peaceful protesters. And I mean that literally. People that are just standing there. Everyone's seen the videos and the photos. Everyone's seen it. You turn water cannons on them to people that are just standing there. Now, if they're up there clubbing police over the head and overrunning the police lines, all right, maybe, yeah, sure. But they're not. They're just standing there. So let me get this straight. You're for free speech, but then you're not because it criticizes everything you're taking steps on to stop people that are coming up to protest against you and your government. But now you're for it. See, it's, it's too contradictory. It's too contradictory. You've barricaded yourselves in parliament buildings across Europe, which, by the way, I want to, we're going to talk tomorrow about what's going on in, uh, in Italy. The Italian government's on the verge of collapse, and I think I know why, but that's tomorrow. You got 50,000 business owners down there that said, we're not having any more of this. We're opening. Like I said, I think this is just European leaders saving face. And yeah, give me a break. You know, you people had your chance. You had your chance. You've made your choice. You've sided with big tech. You've sided with this global cabal that's in bed with the CCP. You've sided with that. It's too late. It's too late. Do do you remember? I said this months ago. I said, politicians, elected officials, hear me. You have an opportunity. It's a very small window of opportunity. You have a window of opportunity to do the right thing. That window is going to close. And at that point, your fate will be sealed. Did I not say that? I said that months ago. And I gave it time because I know how history works. I gave it time. You made your choice at the beginning of November. That was your choice. And I know that's a that's a terrible thing that now you can't go back on it. It's too late. You've made your choice. Just like the tech companies, Google, Amazon, Facebook, Twitter, they made their choice. It's too late. I have no sympathy for you going forward. You will be held accountable for this. Whether it's in the immediate future or down the road, we are going to settle this. We are going to settle this. But before I get too heated... Parler finds refuge with a right-leaning web hosting service. So, like I said, Amazon has pulled them off. And so on Monday, so yesterday, Parler registered its domain and server to be hosted by Epic. Do we know anything about Epic? E-P-I-K. Can you pull them real quick? An internet web hosting company known for working with right-leaning websites. Gab, another social media platform popular with conservatives, also uses Epic. New users in Gab have increased 750% over the last 72 hours. That was the last number that I saw. Facebook has lost $34 billion in market value today. Just today, Facebook has. 
And I think that Twitter lost something like $4 billion. That was just on the futures when they opened. Epic put out a statement on Monday claiming it had no discussion of providing future services to Parler. Epic did acknowledge, however, that Parler was working on satisfying the request terms placed upon them. Epic also defended Parler and said that it was being unfairly treated in comparison to its larger competitors, Twitter and Facebook, which created an undeniable double standard when it comes to policing and enforcement of content. So here's the thing that that really shows the double standard to me. Okay, so here's the double standard. And Bruce, you were watching what was going on and you've heard about what was going on that night when Trump was banned, when he was banned from Twitter. Trump gets taken down. Limbaugh gets taken down. Steve Bannon gets taken down. Rudy gets taken down. Everybody gets taken down. But at the same time, they're saying that Trump is being taken down because of uh, inciting a riot, which I've literally got people that I know telling me that that's exactly what he did. That's not what he did. He did no such thing. If you can't disseminate what the man is saying, if you're not that intelligent, I'm talking to the people I know, if you're not that intelligent, then I have no words for you. I, I, I can't help you at that point. If you can't figure that out, I can't help you. And no one else can either, I don't think. But as Trump was being taken down, saying that he was inciting a riot, which is clearly, I mean, this is the most overblown piece of nonsense we've seen since God knows what. But as soon as he's taken down, Hang Pence is trending on Twitter. That's okay, apparently. That's fine. But all of a sudden, Trump gets taken down for, quote, inciting a riot? Does any of this make any sense? I mean, this is the double standard. Or or am I seeing it differently? What what do you think on that, Bruce? Yeah, and we shouldn't cancel... Twitter and and Facebook and them for that, you know, having those extreme views. And it's okay that, by the way, uh, I'm being sarcastic. Well, Parler gets deleted, right? Parler gets deleted. Literally, like they're being taken down. Like Google and and Apple are taking well, Apple to their credit gave them twenty four hours, but still there was no there was no precedent for that. <laughs> they held a gun to their head and said, "Pretty yeah, much, hours. yeah, twenty four hours to start uh, moderating." Like we tell you to moderate, or yeah, um, we're going to take you down. So they do that at the same time they're pulling Parler down. They ban Trump and all that stuff because it, it was rumored that he jumped to Parler. He didn't. Everybody thought that he did, but he didn't. So just the mere fact that he was said to have jumped to Parler, everybody jumped to Parler. And everybody was registering with Parler and the servers were going down because they couldn't keep with the traffic. But at the same time, Google was taking them down and Amazon was all of a sudden saying, well, yeah, we're probably yeah, it's a hate platform. We're probably going to have to uh, kick them off our, uh, our web servers. Hang Pence was trending on Twitter and that was fine. Not word one was said about it. Yeah. So we knew this was coming. Conservatives, I mean, libertarians, people that typically like having civil discourse and, you know, believe in the Constitution and believe, you know, the right to life, liberty and pursuit of happiness. We all knew this was coming if you were staying politically aware. We knew that the double standard was there. We knew we seen the, the, the startings of this back in what was it, 2014? Or so when when we first started seeing cancel culture, before we actually knew what the term was, we knew they were going to come for us. And we were just waiting for the day, essentially, uh, that they would uh, do it on a large scale like this to a major, uh, major company. And I said waiting for the day intentionally because what did you do, conservatives or libertarians or – and I'm meaning politicians, but because there was the Tea Party movement, there was – some efforts kind of around that time period where we were electing officials that said they were going to do something, got into office, and then flipped us the bird. So it's not like conservatives haven't actually tried. It's just, it stopped. I mean, it seems like conservatives just were like, well, okay, we we didn't win that battle. So let's just uh, slink back down in the shadows. 
So I, I, I don't know. And it's not a, we should get out there and protest and, and all that kind of stuff. Are conservatives typically running for local elections? Are you trying to change your, you know, your community on a local level? Start at home, if you will. And then no, football's on. No, football's on Sunday. Yeah, no, exactly. it's like the, the Steelers are playing the whoever or the, the Browns are playing that or the Eagles are. I, I don't I don't yeah. know. I don't care. I'm just spouting off nonsense. Yeah. But that's what people yeah. are saying. Now the game's on. I don't have time for that. Yeah. I mean, typically, you know, during the day when we do this and we get done, I do have my routine of, of uh, various talking heads. I look through the news and all that kind of stuff. And then there's a certain time of the day I just shut everything off and uh, chill, you know, recover. So I, I get it. But if you want this republic, if you want your freedoms, you're going to have to do something to keep it. So no, going to Capitol Hill and rioting and, and causing property damage is not the way to affect change. So uh, just real quick, uh, you, you asked about Epic a little bit. I looked into it a little bit. The founder and CEO of it, Rob Monster, ironic last name. He's a Christian. So take that for what you will. Okay, so he's part of a hate group. Got it. Yes. And he's (laughs) also not willing to shut down companies because of allegations. Um, There were some allegations that came out that there was drug deals and some other stuff that were going on uh, on his uh, some of the companies that were, you know, buying services from them, and he refused to do anything about it, rightfully so. You don't take action based on allegations. You take action based on legal precedent when there's clear evidence or a court order. Innocent until proven guilty, right? So good stance there. If you want to look up on Wikipedia to see what what the organization is, um, the organization provides web hosting for far-right organizations, neo-Nazis, and other extremists. Oh, really? It was described by Vice, the uh, There's conservative your answer right there. bastion. It's yeah, a, it, Vice is just a conservative bastion, right? Uh-huh. I'm being uh-huh. facetious, obviously. It says it is a safe haven for the extreme right. Uh, so... If there's let, any way let, for let me ask, epic to let me ask a question here. I'll try to do it. Yeah, let me ask a question here to these these radicals and extremists in general, in general, because let, let's be honest here. When you talk about people that are on the far right, America doesn't have a, a, a far right that's out there that we're seeing anywhere, at least not that I can tell, not that I can tell. And I, I will I will welcome the debate for anybody that wants to disagree with that. But when you see extremist groups and, and don't give me the garbage that the that the Nazis were on the far right, they were on the far left. OK, they were on the far left. Go back and, and review your history. If you want to challenge that, you go right ahead. I will challenge anybody that says that the Nazis were a far right movement. They were not. They were a far left movement. They are on the right because the left put them on the right because they needed an adversary. Under Marxism, you have to have an adversary or it doesn't work. That's what they're trying to create here. They don't have a far right, so they're trying to manufacture it. They need something to justify the struggle and they don't have it. But my original question was, before I get unhinged in the words of Nancy Pelosi, my original question was, what is not considered far right to these extreme Marxists? What is not considered far right? If this is supposedly this this uh, Christian conservative guy is supposedly mm-hmm. holding a a harbor for far right extremists, what's not on the far right? Marx. So basically, it's yeah, okay. Well, it's it's exactly what I said. Then it's their way or it's no way. Well, we seen like I said, I, I mentioned uh, the the cancel culture. We seen this coming. We knew it was their way or the highway, right? I mean, so it's no surprise that they're going to this level. What 
we should have been doing as conservatives is we should have had a 20-year plan established or something. We should have had uh, there. There is no. Uh, this is this is what's frustrating uh, for conservatives. Don't think like me. that, though. No. So what conservatives are doing? I kind of alluded to it here the other day when we were talking about was when we had all the UK guys on. Anyway, whatever. I, I basically said that anytime you see someone that stands up, that's a, a a celebrity or someone that's in the mainstream, if you will, and they stand up for conservative values, conservatives go nuts. They're like. They, they glob on and they're just like, oh, we have a leader now. They're hungry for someone to lead. No, sorry, there is no leader. You're the leader. You're going to have to stand up. You're going to have to affect change. There, there is no one leader that's going to stand up and have all the answers. Uh, so no, it, it, it's a, uh, I'm so tired of that, that longing for that leader. We, we yeah, have to it, stand up and make change. Okay. Everybody's looking for someone else to do it for them. They don't recognize. And that, that's what I said. I'm looking for somebody to, to step up and admit leadership, not one person, but a group of people. I, I just want people to stand up and, and take responsibility for themselves. Be that individual. That's what it needs to be. That's how we get out of this is you step up, you step up, you educate other people, you take the lead. I see a lot of people, well, not these days, not too many these days, but I see a lot of people b before all this. I, I saw a lot of people and I could pick out maybe a couple, maybe a couple of people because you can tell people by the way that they carry themselves. I can pick out people pretty well. I'm, I'm a good judge of character because I, I know how to look at people's behaviors, uh, but I'm not as good as a lot of other people out there. But I know a leader when I see one. I know somebody that has the potential to have leadership skills when I see them. And I see very few of those people. Very few. I can count on on one hand how many times I've picked out somebody in the last few years that I could see as actually being a leader in something if they had to be. And do you want to know the sad truth? I could really narrow that down to maybe one or two choices. That's really sad. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know. It's just it's frustrating. It's it's almost demoralizing really when you when you're when you're seeing your nation start going well, really not start it's been going down down the hole for quite a while but we're we're seeing it accelerate right now and conservatives you have the greatest document on your side that has ever been given to or 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 a government system if you will that has ever been uh, created this has made nations freer more prosperous than any other time in history we have the best that we've come up with so far. Where are you? I mean, I, I don't understand. It's like, I, I do understand. It's just, I, I don't comprehend why people, they realize that this is the greatest document that we've ever had as a human race for government. And yet- Actually, nah, no. Football it's, game it's, it's for the people to stop the government. <laughs> just Well, yes, yes. Just so we're clear. <laughs> yes. But- yeah, it, it, it's so it's frustrating and and almost like I said, it's 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 really almost demoralizing. And it, it's not even it's not even anything the left's doing to try to demoralize. It's simply the fact that the the conservatives, those that say they're for the Constitution, aren't standing up for it. So I'm not sure how. I'm basically what I'm getting at is I'm not sure how we how, how do you com, how do you combat this? How do you go against the shutdowns? The you know uh, Facebook, Twitter, all of them. I mean, because. Look, we do have Democrats in office now, not officially. There's eight more days before it's official that the Democrats have the House, Senate, and presidency. But yeah, it's possible they'll crack down on these 
companies, you know, antitrust, all that stuff. But it's not going to be for the betterment of the nation or the betterment of the Constitution. It's going to enact more control. But so... Do you remember I, I said that? Guys, do, you, do you remember I said that the regulation for the tech companies is not going to come from the right; it's going to come from the left. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, well, it is. I mean, that's 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 what we see all the time. Well, no, actually, no. The right do it as well. The right are are just as guilty as the left in this one. Patriot Act, great example of recent atrocities uh, as far as legislation is concerned. That that is a oh, that's a, that's, that's an disgusting. Abomination. That's disgusting. It is literally an abomination, isn't it? Since we're on the the subject of being taken down and Epic, apparently, as you said, they're they're run by this big Christian conservative guy, PayPal. What did I say? I said banking is going to be the next thing, right? You said it too. We've been saying that for for months now. We've been saying it. Well, we can't say months anymore, can we? We've been saying it for years. They're going to come after your finances. Well, here they are. PayPal Holdings said on Monday it is blocked Christian crowdfunding site Give Send Go after it helped raise funds for people who attended last week's event in Washington when supporters of President Donald Trump stormed the Capitol. Oh, all the humanity. The digital payments processor also confirmed to Reuters that it closed an account held by Ali Alexander. No idea. One of the organizers of the gathering. The news was reported earlier by Bloomberg, which cited an unnamed source. It's always an unnamed source. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, here they are. Bloomberg also reported last week that PayPal had closed an account held by Joy and Liberty, one of the groups that paid for the supporters of Trump to travel to Washington where mobs stormed the Capitol. They, they say that in every single line here. The mobs of Trump that stormed the Capitol, the mobs that that created the violence, the rioters. They're saying that in every single thing here. And by the way, this is a Fox article. If anyone's wondering, representatives of Give, Send, Go, which describes itself as a place to fund hope, a place to work together within the body of Christ around the world to make a difference, could not be reached immediately for comment. I'm sure they're probably a little bit too busy to be dealing with your spin machine at the moment if you're a mainstream media outlet. They're not interested in talking to you. I wouldn't be either. If I had a call from a news outlet right now, you know what I would say? I'd say drop dead and I'd hang up the phone. That's what I would do. I wouldn't talk to any of you. Because you're taking everything out of context and you're creating whatever you want. I, I've said this before and I'll, I'll say this again. If you are a, a so-called journalist, okay, in today's world, if you're a so-called journalist and you go out there and you go and, and you, you're taking statements or, or whatever, you're getting your quotes and doing your story about uh, you know, your, your interviews with a politician or uh, a tech company head or whatever it is, and then you walk out of there. And you go out and you print and you run and you go on TV or on the radio or whatever, whatever your medium is, and you talk, you speak, you print whatever you want. You're not a journalist. You're a propagandist. And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with propagandists. We're not dealing with journalists. You know, I'm not a journalist. You're not a journalist. There's not a single person we have on here who's a journalist or has ever done any journalism work. We're just normal people. We're average citizens, just like all of you. But what we saw around... God, you believe it's been almost three years, Bruce. <laughs> what we saw around three years ago was, OK, we're, we're not going to get anywhere with this. So we're just going to have to do this ourselves. Not discrediting anybody else that's out there. Of course not. I, I'm very, very happy that they're successful. That's great. There are people out there, a lot of people out there that are telling the truth. But we felt like we had to step up and we had to do something. We didn't look at ourselves as leaders, did we? We just said, OK, this no. is just something we've got to do. The times brought us here. Exactly that. We didn't see ourselves as leaders or anything. We just... We seen the time, seen the, seen what was going on, and we we're just like, we have to say something. We have, we have to make a stand, if you will. And that's what we've been doing. 
I mean, in the beginning of it, we weren't even really we were just talking about things like uh, the Green New Deal. And, and you know, in the beginning, that was like the first one we did. I remember yeah, we used to talk about like motivation stuff. I was I actually went yeah. back and I listened to the one we did on like self-motivation. Oh, man, that was great. I, I missed the days when we talked about doing stuff like that. We talked about fitness. We talked about situational awareness. Hell, we did it. We did podcasts on home security. Mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, just average everyday kind of stuff. And I actually like that. I miss doing that. This wasn't supposed to be largely about politics. We were still going to talk about some political stuff, but it wasn't supposed to be that. It wasn't really supposed to be that. Then COVID happened and it changed all of that. Yeah, it changed everything. Moving right along, GoDaddy, which is an internet uh, URL provider, which you can register domains through them and and things like that. Uh, But you can use their servers or you can, I mean, you register the domain through them, but you can use their servers for your domain, or you can go somewhere else. AR15.com, which for those that don't know, AR does not stand for assault rifle. It stands for Armalite rifle. AR15.com, the biggest gun forum in the world, was deplatformed yesterday by a web hosting company, GoDaddy. ARFCOM is down. We've been booted from GoDaddy. We're looking for an alternative solution. Gee, I wonder where they're going to go. Right? I mean, uh, honestly, Epic may... uh... Epic might take them. Yeah. They yeah. might have. Well, I mean, if they've taken so the the Wikipedia article I was reading says that. Um, um, it, by the way, Wikipedia is great to go and read if you want to hear the left's opinion. Are you? Things. I was going to say, are you? That's a. I was. I was going to say, are you going to yeah. tell them that that's a one sided view written by like nine hundred people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it. But supposedly, Epic at one point was was hosting like eight chan and some other, you know left leaning. Now hold on a minute. I thought those uh, I thought the whole 8chan 4chan thing. I, I mean those that's the whole Q bunch of idiots. Which by the way, the Buffalo man, he, he's a, he was the Q wizard shaman. He's also a big climate change guy and he's a member of Antifa and he claims that he gets his information from an 8chan whatever board. I thought all of those were servers in in Russia or something. Were they were they not? So that was after okay, so there was a time that they were on Epic, then they started getting shut down basically epic got rid of them uh i believe uh, let's see let's see what it says i actually maybe we should that. switch to epic <laughs> right anyway but eventually hn did end up changing their name and and moving hn has always been the the darker of the web if you will 4chan is just i mean a bunch of trolls been, and, yeah 4chan has know. been around for like i remember like 15 20 years ago people were showing yeah. me like oh you ever go to 4chan i'm like man i don't have time for that stuff whatever it is yeah. you're you're doing there yeah that was that was long time it's been around but as far as 8chan you know like i said that that one's pretty dark and and messy but anyway epic um Maybe they, they may end up taking this uh, AR15.com and uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll definitely see in the coming months. But supposedly Epic is designed to be large scale. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, uh, you, you know, servers, uh, the, the actual hardware isn't exactly cheap, uh, but the actual like data transfer, you know, the, the, the bit rates and the uh, storage rates are actually pretty cheap. So, I mean, data storage and whatnot is cheap, but the actual processing thereof is a little more expensive. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, instead of offering specifics about, uh, this is getting back to the uh, the forum here, it says, instead of offering specifics about kicking the gun site off the internet, GoDaddy merely claimed that it violated its terms of service, which resulted in instant termination. Let's see, there's, there's no... There's no appealing this. Ron Paul, Ron Paul, not Rand, not Senator Rand Paul, his father, who served in the U.S. Congress for, 
I think he was, what was he, 20 years in there, 30 years in there, something like that. Uh, yeah, he was in there for a while. Two, yeah, two, three-time presidential candidate as well. He was removed from Facebook yesterday without any kind of a notice or anything. It was just, yeah, sorry, no more. And I mean, that guy is probably the most peaceful individual in, in American politics that I've seen in my lifetime that's still involved in politics even after he's left office. I was a big supporter of Ron Paul for years. I still am. I, I think he's done some great work for the liberty movement over the years. He's, he's done fantastic work for it, right and left. He's one of the few guys you would actually see on television when he was still in office. You would actually see him on television with Bernie Sanders side by side, standing next to each other because they had an agreement on something that they were trying to propose when it came to legislation mm -hmm. of all people, Bernie Sanders. So I've supported Paul in the past and and to have him taken down, that's despicable. That is just despicable. He's been posting his same Liberty newsletter since 1976, every week since 1976. And that's what they took it down for. Disgusting. So interesting note here. Do you know how many presidents are actually on Twitter? Like former presidents? Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Presidents. All of them except for one. No, there's only one. What, Obama? Mm-hmm. He's the only one that's on there. Okay. Well, hold on a minute. Bill's not on there? Uh, no. Clinton, officially? Or, yeah. Or uh, his interns? Now, okay, I, I understand that I, I don't think George Bush is on there. George Bush has done the right thing. He's. I mean, I, I, believe me, there's plenty to go. There's plenty of to go around there. We can talk about him another time. Uh, I'm, I'm no fan of the guy, but he's at least kept his mouth shut in all this. Bill Clinton has not. Barack Obama has not. Hillary Clinton has not. Yeah. All right, that's, that's that's actually fair. Clinton is actually on here, but it still fits the same narrative. It, it's they're all they're left. I mean, yeah. So on Monday, January eleventh, twenty twenty one. Let me see. Okay, so the registrar's decision to deplatform AR fifteen dot com was final, and no method of appeal was offered. It remains unclear specifically what content allegedly violated the registrar's terms of service. I uh, just want to throw this in here real quick. The CEO of GoDaddy currently. Uh -huh. is Aman Bhutani. He's also a New York Times board member. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's no bias there. I'm sure there's, no. I'm sure there's no bias there. When asked about the decision to remove AR15.com, GoDaddy claimed that the site both promotes and encourages violence, but did not offer any specific examples. Instead, they offered AR15.com's 24 hour, or they offered AR15.com 24 hours to relocate its business. It's a great, great business practice. It's a great business practice. All right. Anyway, so that that's what's going on with uh, with AR-15. Did you know that Deutsche Bank is actually talking about? Well, actually, I don't think they're talking about. It. They've actually done it. They've cut off all of Trump's uh, accounts. Yeah, I mean, it, this fits in with some of the other ones that we were seeing, right? Right, with like Shopify and some of these other ones. There, there's there's pretty much everybody that's left leaning is is said, yeah, we're we're gonna ban you. Which, by the way, just want to remind the American people. Um, who does the, the the president represent? Well, uh, everybody uh, except I, the unhinged left, I suppose. But I, but yeah, I was going to say I literally gave the answer when I said the American people need to, you know, to remind you guys the the president represents you and is basically a stand-in for you. So when you have these companies uh, banning President Trump uh, or or refusing to do business with them, keep that in mind. They're also it's not it's banning not you, and yeah, they're going after you. Exactly. So just be aware, you know, just, yeah, get, get, a, get on Telegram, get, you know, move to these conservative ones that are, are 
legitimately out there for free speech. Move to Parlor when it gets back up and running. You know, uh, they're going to be back up soon, I'm sure. Should be. A, uh, so. It's literally they're saying it could be anywhere from. Well, it could be as soon as three days, but it could also be as, as late as three weeks. So it will come back yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, uh, San Francisco police prepare for a pro-Trump rally at Twitter headquarters. Now, I heard about this. This was supposed to go down yesterday, but it didn't happen. Uh, this is from a, this is from. Well, actually, it was yesterday morning, but this actually didn't happen. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And now now is where it gets interesting, because you're going to start seeing protests that are just going to spontaneously pop up. And this is what we've been expecting is this is you're going to start seeing these events happen, but it's going to be agent provocateurs that put them up and then they're going to use that to demonize whatever's there. Look at what they've done with the Capitol. Look at what happened there. Look at how that's been blown out of proportion. Apparently, according to Chuck Schumer, that's the greatest American uh, event since Pearl Harbor. D- was he not around in uh, in September of 2001? This guy's deranged. He's a lunatic. AOC is out there talking about how half of the house, we played the clip here yesterday, how half the house almost died. <laughs> right. And GP made a great point of what? Laughter? I mean, yeah. there was nobody that was going in there that was armed. So No, no, no. No, no. There were shots fired. It, it yeah. was... There were shots fired. There there were shots fired by a security officer that gunned down an unarmed woman. There was no precedent for that. None. There there was no reason for that to happen. But this was supposed to happen at Twitter yesterday. Didn't. But now you're hearing talk of, oh, there's there's capital uh, state capital protests planned, armed protests planned at all 50 state capitals. Uh huh. All of a sudden, those are just popping up now. What? I mean, you took away people's ability to um, to organize, which, by the way, what's interesting about this and I heard this. A lot of people weren't organizing on Parlor to get to D.C. Do you want to know where they were organizing? On Facebook. And Facebook is still up and running. Now, I remember saying over five years ago, I said, you need to stop these companies now. I said, if people were smart, if the government was actually serious about these things, you wouldn't get rid of 230. You would go in and you would seize these companies. You would seize them. And I got called a dictator, uh, uh, talking like a, a fascist, uh, a communist dictator and all that stuff. Who's laughing at me now? Who's laughing about that now? Anybody? Uh, as far as shutting things down and doing, I'm personally, to be clear, I do not like the idea of it at all. I don't, I don't like the idea of antitrust. I don't like going in. I don't either. But what other option do you have at this point? The, these these companies and corporations are, are so big that, okay, let's say as the user, right? Let's say conservatives get together and say, we're going to boycott them. Do you think they really care? They're a global market now. Oh, they'll care some because they're 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 traded, right? They're publicly traded, so they'll care some. But it's a global market at this point. Unless the entire world jumps on board with this or a fair portion of the world that cuts into their bottom line, they don't care about you. Well, let's let's look at the amount of money that uh well, market value that Facebook has lost. They've lost 34 billion and that's just today. That's just today. Okay? That's just today. People are walking away from these platforms in mass. And when I say just these platforms, I'm not talking about just Facebook. They're walking away from Instagram. They're walking away from Twitter. They're closing out their accounts. They're pulling everything. Hell, there's millions of people around the world dumping WhatsApp right now. And guess where they're going? They're going to Telegram. That's why Telegram's seeing a surge. Again, if you're not familiar with Telegram, you're wasting time. Get over there. Get into it now. Subscribe to us over there. Joe Biden, he's got a plan to fix all this, though. He's got a plan to fix all this. Everything that's happening with all of the lockdowns and all of the COVID stuff. I mean, we, we talked about what's going on in D.C. Joe Biden, don't you worry. He's got a plan to fix all this. Bruce, have you seen his latest 
uh, plan to fix all this, especially with small businesses. Let's talk to small businesses. Have you seen his plan to fix the small businesses? I, I mean, it's, this, is, this is a bombshell. This is great how he's going to do this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's totally going to solve everything. It's going to totally fix businesses. And yeah. President-elect, because we can actually call him that now, Joe Biden, well, I mean, in name only, I, I think, raised eyebrows on Sunday when he stated that his administration will prioritize assistance to businesses based on race. Well, I can't think of anything more racist than that. So what, we don't we don't prioritize on, uh, well, hey, these are all American businesses, regardless of race, color, gender, all of it. We can't just say these are all American businesses and we're going to do everything we can to restart this economy and make sure everybody wins. We can't say that. Oh, no, wait, that's the America first thing. No, we, we can't have that because we have to build back better, right? I ought to smack you people with a dictionary and a thesaurus about how to properly speak English when it comes to your stupid slogans. That's what I ought to do. <laughs> well, I should. Build back better. That's yeah. not even proper English. No, it's not. Well, we've kind of alluded to it before, I believe, that um, the build back better came from left-leaning. Uh, uh, I'm wanting to say it was a, a, a communist Marxist uh, kind of a thing. Uh, in Asia. And it was a movement that, yeah, did some bad stuff. I, I have to dig mm-hmm. into it a little bit more, but it did some bad stuff. It was Marxist related. So mm-hmm. yeah. what have they ever done that's actually been good from any side, I might add? Our focus will be on small businesses on Main Street that aren't wealthy and well-connected. Well, uh, Joe, that's why they're on Main Street, because they're not wealthy and well-connected. They're small businesses, the ones that are facing real economic hardships through no fault of their own. Well, okay, yeah, it's through no fault of their own. But your cabal are the ones that are responsible for keeping them locked down like that, that are still locked down. California's locked down. I don't think California ever reopened, did it? Not fully. Um, yeah, okay, not not fully as in like the whole state. There, there are locations that did reopen. Now, here's the kicker. These are the businesses that they're going to help. And what was it that Ronald Reagan said so famously? The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our priority will be black, Latino, Asian, and Native American-owned small businesses, women-owned businesses, and finally, having equal access to resources needed to reopen and rebuild. Uh, Joe, you forgetting something? Are you forgetting something? I, I know you've got some gaff problems and, and all that. I, I'm, not, I'm not faulting you for that. I know that there's a real cognitive issue going on there. I understand it. I've seen it. It's very sad. So I'm willing to let that one slide. But you're kind of forgetting something there. Instead of playing the identity politics game, how about you play the American game, Chief? How about that? Right. You've been in politics for what is it now? 49 years and you can't jump on board with the country at all. Have you sold out that much? Have you sold out that much? I mean, that's a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer that. How about American businesses? Can we say that? Or is that racist now? Is, is American is, is saying American businesses? Is that racist now? Are we to that level? Again, that's rhetorical. But we're going to make a concerted effort to help small businesses in low income communities and big cities in big cities, small towns, rural communities that have faced systemic barriers to relief. Joe, your pe- oh man, this this burns me up. Your people were out there burning the businesses to the ground over summer. All of them. All of the black businesses, all of the Latino businesses, all of the Asian businesses, the Native American businesses, the women-owned businesses, the white businesses, the American businesses. Your thugs from Antifa and BLM were out there torching the cities and destroying the communities. And now you're going to step in and help them after your your goons and, and those bums went out there and, and smashed everything up? You ought to be ashamed of yourself, sir. You're a disgrace. If you think you can stand up there and you have the audacity to call yourself an American president, you're a traitor. I, I, I don't know what more I can add to that. How I mean, you look at the it's just 
just the statement alone is is racist. I don't I don't know what else you like. Anytime you focus on race like this, it's racist. Anytime anything you do, I don't care what it is. If you're focusing on race, then maybe you should step back and just I don't know. Look at what you're doing. Just just make sure it's not racist, right? I, I mean, it's not hard. And when you come out, it's uh, it's the identity politics. It's the it's just identity politics again. They're ginning that, up a that speech. Uh, that's not American speech. That is not no. American speech. No, it's not. It's a uh, it, interesting to note. Number one, I'm going to be surprised if the left doesn't go after them because uh, some of those groups are no longer minority groups. They're now considered white. So, uh, you, you, like the Asians, for example, they're considered white now. So they don't fit into that whole, you know, they, they shouldn't be helped, in other words, uh, according to their standard. But I, I said this off recording, and I, I, I think it bears uh, repeating for this, for recording. They're ginning up anger from a portion of the population that is, look, one of the, the top three, I think it is, causes of death for white people is stupidity. They're ginning up that population and, you know, just making them angry. And it just so happens that that population has all the guns, too. Bruce, Bruce, we're a couple of Midwestern guys. Don't tell me you've never heard the phrase, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, hey, y'all, watch cool. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, usually, usually. Famous uh, last words. VR, it's, uh, yeah, shortly thereafter. Uh, usually, usually. Uh, but yeah, no, it, that's that's exactly what they're doing. They're just ginning up anger and and they're trying to get a rise out of you. They want us to get violent because the moment we get violent, the moment that happens, they're going to crack down with more restrictions. They're going to crack down with more control. Look at what they're doing with the Capitol, the Capitol incident. Yeah. And that wasn't even, that wasn't even violent. What is that? A couple of broken windows and, and a couple of doors that were taken off the hinges? Well, I mean, there was an officer that died and there was another, a few other. Yeah, but he died of were, he died of like a heart attack or something. Like that's what uh, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was injury sustained from the riot, but he had other underlying health conditions. The riot. So I don't, know if it, <laughs> the, don't tell me you're playing into that too now. No, no, I'm I'm talking about the Antifa and the and oh the, the yeah, ones okay. that were specifically causing the violence. There, yeah, there was yeah. a protest that went on that was uh, peaceful, and then there was a riot. And the riot was instigated by uh, agent provocateurs. And, well, like I said, one of the top three causes of death for white people are, is stupidity. So there was a, a portion of the, the, the rioters that were just being stupid. There's video out there of, of people trying to bash in windows and, and all that and, and realize they can't bash it in. And they just look at each other like, we're freaking idiots. And they just walk back into the crowd. And, and like they had their moment of... By self-awareness of what they were doing. So uh, it, it, honestly, some of those in there were just stupid. They just got caught up in the moment, got caught up in the emotion, regretted their decisions later. By the way, this is breaking since we're talking about it. Charles Schumer, Senator Charles mm-hmm. Schumer, you know, the one that compared the Capitol Hill um, <clears throat> riots and active sedition and insurrection to a modern Pearl Harbor, that guy. Right, right. He and has also talked about Antifa not being violent or, or even yes. a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That, that one. He, mm-hmm. uh, he's giving his, uh, his press conference in New York with really no one there. And he's wanting anyone that entered the Capitol building last week to be put on the no fly list. Um, 
honestly, you should be on the no-fly list there, Chucky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I honestly, I, I, I don't, I don't have any other comment on that. It's just, it's so ridiculous. The, the, the ones that entered the Capitol building, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm disappointed that it got to that point. I'm disappointed that the protesters didn't take a more active role in, in stopping those people. They did. Don't get me wrong. They did actually try to stop those people that were breaking in. I just wish we would have been able to catch more of them in the act so that it would have never happened. They would never would have broken in, if you will. That is what it is. You know, this this happened. Now we have to deal with it. Whether or not, oh, by the way, this is the other thing the left is hitting us with. Uh, it just, I, I just remembered it with this police officer that died. The left is trying to, to beat people with the fact that that police officer is a um, Trump supporter as well. What? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly he's, uh, I believe he's a veteran or something. Um, and he, his Facebook and Twitter is, is supporting Trump, supposedly. Okay. All right. Whatever. The DC mayor, which by the way, have you seen what's going on in DC? They're supposedly putting like 10,000 troops there, National Guard troops. Mm-hmm. De Blasio said he's sending 200 NYPD officers to assist. But the D.C. mayor tells all Americans to stay out of D.C. on Inauguration Day. Well, well let, me, let me guess. Uh, oh, and by the way, Biden's going to be doing a virtual parade that day because of COVID, you know, because of, because of COVID-19. So there's not going to be anybody there. But... It could be the fact that you can't even fill up a, a, a backyard barbecue. You, you can't even fill out a uh, parking lot anywhere. I mean, I've always heard the well, how do you know you're at a Joe Biden rally because you're in an empty parking lot? That's what it is. That's what it is. There's nobody that supports this. What a bunch of unhinged people that you got out there all black masked up and black block that you've paid $200 an hour to go out there and smash windows and storefronts. That's your support. That's your base. That's all you got. What the uh, the, the yahoos and the media, bunch of sellouts, bunch of garbage, bunch of grifters and scum. That's your support. That's all you see at these press conferences is people standing up there with press passes on with these professional cameras snapping photos that no one cares about. It could be the fact that there is not anybody that can actually support this. And when I say that no one supports this, I'm going back to the DNC. I'm not talking about the uh, the rallies that he had where no one was there. Kamala Harris had a rally and she had what, 10 people there total. This was at the height of the campaign. And all of a sudden, this guy's more popular and he gets more votes than Obama. No, 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 no. No, I'm not that stupid. I wasn't born yesterday. It might have been a little bit more believable if he had some large crowds out there. Maybe, maybe. But I'm going back to the DNC. Look at the DNC. End of the DNC. What did we see, Bruce? We saw the because it was a virtual DNC, right? Yeah. What did well, we what see at the end? Was, yeah. yeah, what we saw was virtual DNC. Well, yeah. And then, of course, you had all the people sitting out in their cars in the parking lots at the end with a ridiculous display of fireworks. And then, of course, you can't right. forget about one of the keynote speakers at the Democratic National Convention. You can't forget about one of the keynote speakers. It was the gender non-binary transcendent mermaid queen king. That was I mean, that, that one right there. That was I mean, that was that was inspiring. That was inspiring seeing that. But side issue. The point I'm making is the Zoom calls. They put the Zoom calls up there on TV and you didn't catch it at first. If you were looking at it just quickly, then you wouldn't notice it. But when you pause the video, when you go back and if you can go back on and you can find these online, if you can go back and you can find those videos of all the people that are sitting around clapping and everything on the Zoom call with all the, you know, 30 or 40 people up there, I'll bet you they only had maybe I'll bet you they had 12 people on that call, maybe 15 total. But yet you saw this big, massive screen of all these people, right? No, they duplicated people on the screen in different parts of it. So you wouldn't pick up on it. They can't even fill out a Zoom call. That's how pathetic this is. They can't win anything. They can't win anything. They can't win on ideas. 
They can't win in uh, in an election, so they have to steal it. And don't give me the garbage about, oh, there's no standing, there's no, uh, there's no evidence. Everybody that's been listening to us since the election, and I know we've picked up a lot of new subscribers, thank you all very much. Everybody knows that this is bull. This is bull. All the evidence has been laid out there. You can sit down, you can go through the receipts, you can look at it, it's there. The court says that there's no standing. All legal options have been exhausted here. There's no support for this guy. None. They've stolen it outright. They stole the the, Senate, the two Senate seats in, in Georgia. They did exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. We looked at the uh, we looked at the analytics that night. They did exactly the same thing. It's like they, they don't even care anymore. They, they just don't care anymore. You're telling people to stay out of the city on Inauguration Day? Why are you telling people to stay out of the city on Inauguration Day? I thought this is the man that 81 million people voted for. Hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people, apparently. If this guy's more popular and got more votes than Obama... And you saw how big the National Mall was filled up for Obama, right? You remember those photos? You remember those videos of Inauguration Day? Yeah? The first time? Yeah. Supposedly, he could have more than that out there. Where are they? Where are they? You see, I don't think any of them even exist. I, I, I think it's just a, it's an outright in-your-face stealing of our democratic right. That's what it is. And all those people up there on the Hill... I want the election results. I want microscopes on every last damn one of them. My district or not. All the senators... All the House members, the governors, the mayors, the city council people, let's overturn all of it. Let's upend the apple cart. Let's take a look. Let's open the books up and let's see who's supposed to be there and who's not. I'll bet you'll find that a lot of these state legislature people, forget the federal ones, right? Most of them, uh, you got six people in the Senate, six. You have six senators that objected to the certification, six out of 100. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. I want to know at the state level, all these state legislatures, how many of you are actually supposed to be there? My guess would be hardly any of you, maybe none of you. I'll give him a little bit of credit because some of these states that were uh, wrought with the fraud, uh, they were saying they were sending letters to Congress saying something's messed up here. Do not certify this. And they were calling for an audit. And obviously, we've seen what Congress thought of it. All right. That's a fair point. I won't argue with you. It's a fair point. They were trying to call some of them back. Pennsylvania was one of them trying to call it back. So I'll, I'll give you that. But nonetheless, I still want to know. I still want to know. Agreed. OK, we're out of time today. We are going to have to go. Normally, like I said, I would plug our parlors. But um, yeah, we just uh, we're due to circumstances beyond our control. Uh, we had our accounts deleted, at least for the moment. Hopefully, they'll move all that stuff over. Let's let's see. Because I know people over there that had thousands and thousands of followers. I had a, I had a few thousand followers. And uh, yeah, it took me a while to get all those. And now they're all gone. Yeah, it kind of sucks. We got to start all over from scratch. Maybe. Uh, they usually keep backups of those kind of things. So it may not, you know, we, we, it may still be there. Yeah, I understand. But I mean, at the moment, we have to start all over. Right. So yeah, at the moment. But you can, however, you can keep with us. You can join our Telegram channel. Uh, and we would highly recommend you do so. Again, this is the third time we've plugged it, and I'll continue to plug that because that platform is exploding. Get into Telegram. Get in there now. If you haven't done it, again, you're wasting time. Get over there because the app is available now. Get it while you can. Uh, and it will always be available, just not in the App Store or not in the Play Store uh, down the road because I have a funny feeling they're going to start pulling it. But, I mean, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. They may not. So it depends on it depends on how bad their stocks hurt. It depends on how bad... Um, the outcry is because they tried they tried to cancel the Federalist. This this was fairly recent. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, it's, as a matter of fact, the Federalist is actually on Telegram. You can follow the Federalist on Telegram as well. Right. It, well, they're they're still here though. Same thing with Zero Hedge. They managed. They, they managed well. Zero Hedge. They did kind of cancel Zero Hedge, 
But there was enough outcry with the Federalist that they stopped trying to cancel them. Zero Hedge, they kind of managed to, but they're still around as well. So basically, my point is it depends on they are publicly traded companies. Uh, if their stocks take a big enough hit and we have enough outcry from the people, they'll they'll cave unless we're past the point of no return. If they yeah. if we've passed that point, they will not care. Yeah, and Telegram is not a publicly traded company, so there's not a whole lot that that they can hold over their heads at the moment. And, and they have a they have a good stance, they have a solid stance, and uh, and they've been very open and. Uh, and very credible up to this point. So again, get into Telegram. Look us up when you get over there. Subscribe to us. We have a channel. It's a public channel. It's called Dynamic Independence, just like our podcast. We will mirror our podcast outputs over there. So get plugged into us over there. We will be putting out some content over there as well that will not come out on our regular feeds here. So um, be sure and subscribe to us just to get that extra content. Also, when you're over there, you can join several things. Like I said, the Federalist is over there. You can join them. The guys over at Zero Hedge, they're there. So you can follow Zero Hedge. Trump, you can follow him over there. You can follow uh, many different things over there. So yes, get into Telegram. Would highly recommend you to do so sooner rather than later. All right. Also, if you want to reach out to us and you don't want to do it on social media, which the moment you can't. So so if you would like to get in contact with us, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line via email at tips at dynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. Again, we're trying to grow our audience, especially in these trying times, but we need your help as a loyal listener in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we would appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcast and on Telegram. Uh, also, when you get onto our channel on Telegram, go into the Manage Channel section, copy our link, and send it out to other people. That's another way to spread the word. That'll do it for today. Bruce, thanks for being here. Thank you to all the listeners, and we will see you tomorrow.